Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast and happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. That's right. It's Friday and we're here. It's Woo-hoo. Friday because oh Bryce is here in studio with us. He needed a special day. You know how like North needed to go to Positano? Mm-hmm. Bryce needed to come to work with mommy. Mm-hmm. He needed to see his auntie. He needed to get a lay of the land. See, he's going to go check on some tech things. Apparently we're having some issues. It's so good to have extra support around. Extra tech support for sure. And he really just needed to feel special. I could sense that from him. Plus mm-hmm. it's a Friday, which is a stride day. It's a stride day. We're feeling relaxed. Bryce is here to kind of usher us into the weekend. Yeah. Nothing and says weekend. Like, like Bryce. Bryce, yeah. Nothing says weekend like acknowledging the space that you're in. This is very true. So I would be remiss, devastated, and heartbroken if I didn't remind you all that this is the farthest away from Monday we're going to be all weekend. So enjoy it, Ruminate. honor it, yep, acknowledge it, mm-hmm. be grateful. Yeah, that's all you can really do. That's all you can really do after a week of rising and grinding. Yeah, this was a really great week. Mm-hmm. Toast and otherwise, obviously, Spritz Peach launched yesterday. Oh, we had our uh, launch much, event. To much fanfare. Mm-hmm. The peach is so delicious, you guys. Um, we were chugging it yesterday. And there was just like peaches everywhere. Peaches in the drinks. There was like peaches. Uh, peaches and cream for dessert. dessert. But what are those gummies? Peach gummies. Yeah, peach garnishes in the cocktail. It was just extremely peachy. Yeah. And I'm really excited to enjoy peach spritz this summer. And the launch event yesterday was so fun. Like the TikTokers came through. Yeah. It was really fun to get to meet. We finally met Sierra from Summer House, which I can't even believe we've never met her. I guess I just feel like we know her. That's how you feel when you watch people on reality TV. Yes, yeah, so it was good to catch up with the girlies, old and new, mm-hmm. and really feel relevant, you know? Yeah, did you feel at one with your TikTokers? Like, did that fulfill you? I felt really comfortable at the table with fellow influencers, you know, fellow talkers. Yeah, you know, I actually, I was like being the grandma, learning how to use the microwave. Like, everyone you guys were talking about, I was like, who? Yeah, you were. I didn't know anyone. Yeah. There's so many new people that I don't know. who We you were like, like gossiping t- about like TikTok drama and like, Jackie was like, wait, who? Makeup artist. And I genuinely didn't know. I wasn't even just being like, oh yeah, I don't know her. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you were being Mariah Carey. You actually <laughs> no. didn't know her. Literally. And I never heard of them. So that just goes to show. How it's a different planet over there. Yeah. But it was really fun. Um, I was like exhausted afterwards. I guess just like, you know, drinking spritzes. We'll do that to you. We'll do that to you. It was really fun. And I'm excited for just like a weekend full of Bryce Strice spritz steeny vibes are you and gonna come over sure you probably do you have plans 
I mean, I have some plans, but I'm not like booked back to back. I okay. could probably make time for Haraldson. Yeah, come over sometime. Yeah, he's looking so good. He's such a cutie. He's literally like, you know how much of inner strength it takes not to like go into your fridge, get butter and spread it over Harold and <laughs> eat him? It's the hardest thing. Imagine how I feel. No, I know. Like yeah. it's, it's actually painful. They don't talk about that. Like the pain of motherhood, like trying not to eat your child. <laughs> Meanwhile, your child's eating you. Your child's eating you, and like I go over and there. It's not a two-way street. And I just nibble, you know. But yeah. like I could be going so much harder, but I don't, obviously. But like yeah. I could. You could. I've had such a long morning already. I've already like nursed two times, pumped two times. I'm just being like a zombie cow. Mm-hmm. And I heard a song because I was on my new releases, my release radar. A song that just like turned my mood around. You mm. ever have one? I'd never heard it before. Oh wow! And I just want to share it with that everyone, please, because it got me. Like I was doing my bun, and I was like, yeah. I bet it's from TikTok. No, no. It's um, Lee Bryce. And, oh, wow. like, Rehab remixed his song. It's called Soul by Lee Bryce, Blanco Brown, and Rehab. Wow. And I just want, that's my tip of the day. Like, listen to the song. I sent it to Snitch, and of course she was like, yeah, I know. Of course. Like, why I, didn't you send it to me? If you knew, why didn't you send it to me? So true. I actually had a similar moment like that, but it was like a song that I rediscovered. What was it? Second Wind, Kelly Clarkson's. Gorgeous. So I know that, is that a Marin Morris song that Kelly covered, or is it a Kelly song that Marin Morris covered? Kelly song that Marin Morris covered. It's so good. Maris's is almost as good. Like, they're both really good. Um, but that also reminds me, it's not a story, but we need to talk about Kelly Oki. We need to talk about Kelly Oki because Kelly announced that she's dropping an EP of Kelly Oki songs. Kelly Oki is Kelly's karaoke, where she covers other songs on her talk show. daytime talk show. And it's so popular, sometimes it goes viral. And I think the impetus behind this whole album was, like, people were unwell at her cover of Happier Than Ever by um Billie Eilish is it Happier Than Ever yeah yeah and it's so good she does it like a it's so Kelly it's it's like breakaway it's like OG Kelly no when she screams just leave me alone like I felt that in my soul and she got the curses out because she's like you know our daytime queen yeah she dropped those songs yesterday and so good so fantastic I'm so curious what the other six songs are I hope Seven Rings is there because people were equally impressed by that her that was a really good cover too I love this concept for Kelly and she's really like she's so good at covers and there are artists who are like known for their covers like Miley and Kelly's like becoming that queen who also has like her own discography of like original bangers it's just sad when her covers are better than the originals which do you think so many can't think of it but a cover will never be better than an original because it's like it wouldn't exist without the original but so many times I'm like this is so good and I didn't even like this song before. what is Kelly's what was the a moment like this that's not her song right yeah uh someone else she's singing on American Idol yeah like that was her final song and then it became her like her song who sings the original I don't know oh man I just realized something some Kelly hater in their basement totally she stole my song I just realized something and I just want to alert people magazine um I forgot to wear my wedding ring today oh my god trouble Trouble in paradise paradise. I want to alert people magazine that actually did wear my wedding ring yesterday I know I saw you for the first time in like two years and I don't know I just was like feeling because we were like getting all glam Mm -hmm. and I was like what jewelry do I have I was like maybe I should wear my ring maybe I should see if it fits right and I got it on there even though it's tiny it's the smallest ring I've ever seen in my life tiny uh for a while it didn't fit like when I was mucho pregnant and then postpartum when I was swollen but now I got it on my big fat finger so yeah um I don't know if page six wants to reach out to me for comment my official comment is no comment is there trouble in paradise no but speaking of stuff Ben yeah Ben is on his way home right now on a really long flight sitting next to Teresa Judice. 
He texted me early this morning and he was like, oh my, it's so funny. I saw Teresa from New Jersey's boyfriend in the bathroom at the airport. I'm like, LOL. And then I realized Ben was flying into Newark. I'm like, they're definitely on your flight. And he's like, oh, maybe. And he sits down and then he texts me. He's like, they're literally sitting next to me. So it's United Polaris. So the configuration is like one, two, one. And Ben is in a two-seater with Teresa. He should have offered to he, give it to he Louis. Put, I know. He put the part, she put the partition up like the second she sat down. Oh, she had no time for him. But I am getting little tidbits of information. He said Teresa was FaceTiming before they took off with no headphones on, which is just like not good plane etiquette. And now in the plane, uh, in the air, she's using talk to text so he can hear, like, hear what she's texting. That's crazy. Let me see if he sent me any more updates. We actually have a Teresa story today. And you know what? I'm glad he even recognized Louie because he watched the reunion with you. And he loved the real house husbands. And mm-hmm. so that's the kind of work house husbands are doing for brand awareness. Given that Ben is sitting next to Teresa and he has the Ben factor, I think Ben will be invited to her wedding. I'm pretty sure Teresa's a new investor in Spritz. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me, but... One th- I wouldn't be surprised. The plane lands. Ben is on Real Housewives of New Jersey. We're, we suddenly live in New Jersey. <laughs> you buy their old house. We'll follow up on Monday's show as to what things came out of the Ben factor. Yeah, no, but like you'll be seeing Teresa and Louie with a Spritz sponsored bar at their wedding. A hundred percent. So maybe that's a good segue into the stories. She'll be the new face of Pineapple Spritz. Uh, that. That's something. You are like literally like a branding genius. Thank you. That's it. Mogul. Mogul energy. But that is it. We, we didn't get them. to this mogul space without ideas like that. 100%. Um, so I guess in honor of Teresa, we have a, a hilarious story about her and Ramona. So should we dive in? And we yeah. also have a TV recap. We fell behind this week a little bit, but today we're going to be covering Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the Kardashians. The Kardashians. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Are you going to watch Real Housewives of Dubai? Yes. And last night... It- uh, a little bit started playing at the end of my Beverly Hills, but I was so tired and I was like, I need all of my attention for this. Yeah. I don't want to be falling asleep and I don't want to be like waiting for it to be over so that I can sleep. So I'm going to watch it this week and I'm so excited. Yeah, like me too. I just feel like I'm really full. Like my content plate is so full. I can barely keep up with the things I have now. My content plate is full too, but if Dubai is amazing, which I think it's going to be, then I'm happy to include it. Like that's a delicious side dish on my plate that yeah. like you wouldn't skip over mac and cheese just because yeah. your plate was full. I'm you just getting like housewives fatigue. Me too. But if it's not fantastic, like I could, it could scale back. Cracks, yeah. I have scaled back like on housewives. I'm done with OC. Mm-hmm. I haven't started Atlanta this season, even though like I heard it's really good. So like maybe I will. I'm just trying to like do less when it comes to Housewives. Yeah, me too. I, I'm just trying to just watch what genuinely sparks joy for me. Exactly. So I'm just going to leave it to the shows to do what they will. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be a consumer because again, I can't watch everything anymore like we used to. No, I know. It was psychotic. Yeah, psychotic. Um, okay. So without further ado to do to do it is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Figs. Figs is on a mission to make awesome scrubs suited for the awesome humans working in healthcare. Forget boxy, itchy cotton scrubs. Figs are engineered to be ridiculously soft and incredibly durable. They use innovative technical comfort technology. They blend comfort, style, and durability into high-performance scrubs that help you perform at your best, whatever the day throws at you. So Figs are functional, the modern-day scrub, but with a focus on design, function, and comfort. They have a proprietary four-way stretch fabric for a ridiculously soft feel. They're moisture-wicking, anti-wrinkle, and anti-odor, thanks to the Silvador antimicrobial technology. If you don't know where to start with figs, their super popular core scrubs never go out of stock or style. Mix and match any core scrubs with each for, uh, with each other for a quick wardrobe refresh. So obviously if you work in healthcare, like scrubs, 
are not that comfortable. They're not that stylish. So if you want to take like your day to day to another level, check out figs. They're so comfortable. And obviously I'm not a nurse, but I do have two pairs because I value comfort, comfort. and I lay around in my house like in comfortable things. And I fucking love my figs. Can I just say like they're extremely comfortable. Like if you can wear them in a bed, like you're going to save lives as a nurse. Like it's just it's simple science. Mm -hmm. Figs believes the awesome humans in healthcare deserve scrubs that match. So head to wearfigs.com and use code toast to get 15% off your first order. That's W E A R F-I-G-S dot com. Code toast for 15% off your first order. Okay, thank you, Claudia. Our first story is Platinum Jubilee news overall. There's a bunch of things going on. First, yesterday, Queen Elizabeth pulled out of the Jubilee appearance after experiencing discomfort at the Trooping of the Color. So with great reluctance, the Queen announced that she would not be attending the National Service of Thanksgiving at St. Paul's Cathedral on Friday, which was today. The, the Queen cited some discomfort after the Trooping of the Color celebration. Yeah, obviously she's Basically, 96. The Queen said, this shit is torture. No, the Queen said, like, my ass on that balcony in the hot sun for literal hours waving to people I don't know I'm 96 years old like I'm taking tomorrow off yeah I gave you everything I'm not sitting through a three-hour service like please on a hard church pew please respect my boundaries yeah I feel like people are like oh no is she okay she's fine like I'm 27 and even I would need to have taken tomorrow off after what <laughs> yesterday was so like I don't think there's a big story here I just think first of all you have to walk up a lot of stairs it's a long hard day she had a long hard day yesterday like give the queen a motherfucking break no and it's not like she's wearing all birds right She's, she's wearing, wearing heels. Her little kitten heels. She's carrying around her purse. She's wearing her hat, a coat, a dress. It's a lot. It's a lot. Probably, you know, Spanx, not Skims, because uh, we have another story yeah. about Kim X Queenie. I just think there was a lot of clickbait around here, and I'm like fairly certain the queen is fine. No, and this is unbelievably relatable uh -huh. because, like, these days are so long, and she is the center. 96 years old, even at 29, I'd say this shit is torture. 100%. Like, give the queen a day she'll be back on her feet tomorrow yeah normalize giving the queen some time off I do think like a four day jubilee like might have been like an over but we're just so excited I know and they're so excited I mean we them the family the people I would say like let's keep celebrating yeah the church event was nice because we got like hardcore paparazzi pictures of everyone everyone was there Megan and Harry um they all looked great Kate looked great um Megan and Harry were noticeably like not sitting in the premium section like they were in like a back row on the other side yeah the second row second row but not but the first row not the first row right. and anything like, beyond the first row is not the is the back row a hundred percent uh also William and Kate didn't bring Prince Louis because of his antics yesterday Clickbait. I'm assuming but it's also a lot for a kid no, like but like He's a kid, and that was so cute. He wasn't yeah. misbehaving. He was just being a kid. No, I don't think he was misbehaving, and I don't think that they think he was misbehaving, but on a balcony outside, like, you're free to scream or whatever. But in a closed church, like, kids are notoriously antsy in church. A hundred percent. He was back hanging with the queen saying, we got away. Granny, let's turn on HBO Max and watch, watch The Prince. The Prince. Yeah, he's that was really, really cute. And I think people enjoy that. Kid, from like, them. the royals are so unrelatable in so many ways. But, like, kids... Like will you, be kids. Kids will be kids and like kids acting out like that is the great equalizer. Like no matter how many nannies you have, how many palaces you live in, like kids are going to be kids. Yeah. So I, I don't think that they were upset about that. Like it's so cute, honestly. No, it's so cute. And if like that's the takeaway from yesterday, great. Yeah. 
it's been really sweet. And then also, Kim Kardashian is in London with Pete Davidson. We were questioning whether they would go to the Jubilee or not. There was an article written yesterday that like Kim has been begging, pleading to get into the Platinum Jubilee party. And she even said she would take a not VIP ticket. Right. And the Queen's, the palace said no. Kim and also went to the BBC, allegedly asking for tickets from them. They turned her down. And now Page Six is reporting that Kim didn't try to attend the Queen's Platinum Jubilee with Pete. Kim and Pete never attempted to keep up with the royal family, contrary to the report claiming that they were denied tickets. A rep for Kardashian tells Page Six exclusively that Kim, quote, didn't even ask to go to Queen Elizabeth II's historic event and actually returned to L.A. on Wednesday, the day before the festivities began, for a pre-planned cover shoot. They, uh, Page Six is told that they were in London to support a secret project that Pete is working on. So here's the thing. Yes, they left Wednesday, but maybe because they couldn't get tickets, you know? So I don't know if this is, like, Kim covering her ass. I don't know. When I read that she was, like, really trying to go, they she, the article also said she's, like, rarely in the UK. So for her to be there that week, like, shows that maybe she was going in hopes that she could go to the event. Like, I found that to be so relatable. Right. And there was, like, a quote that, like, Kim and Pete love the royal family and they just want to be a part of the day. And I was like, if I was Kim, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah, so I don't know if... These conflicting reports, like, I don't know what the truth is. Either way, um, I don't think it makes, like, obviously Kim doesn't want to be, like, publicly denied something. So if she is denying it, like, I understand her reasoning. But, like, it's cute. Like It's so cute. But what is Kim's relationship with Meghan Markle, if any? I don't think there is one. Maybe because, because, like, literally the Kardashians are the royals of America, but, like, so are Harry and Meghan, you know? I don't think there is one because if there was one, we would know. If there was anything. Yeah, no, and, and Megan's pretty public about, like, who, what Hollywood star she's friends with. I know she's really good friends with Serena Williams, Priyanka Chopra. Mm-hmm. I've never seen her and Kim in the same room. And I feel like if they were friends, like, Megan would be in the Skims campaign. Something, you know. There would be something. There would be anything. Yeah. Even on the new show, they're name dropping all the time. Mm-hmm. On the board of for yes. Julius Jones, mm-hmm. I didn't see Megan and Harry, did you? No, that's a really good call. So, because if they were friends, she could text Megan. Right, for a ticket. Even though I don't know if Megan's in a position to be, like, doling out free tickets, you know? Guess of guests. Because she, right. Don't invite guests. Right, she's already, like, unstable in her, like, where does she stand in the family? Yeah. So, I don't know what the truth is. Either way, like. I'm hoping that it's true that she really wanted to go. Because I love that for her. Because then, like, she's a queenie-file. She's a queenie-file, which we love. And she said on the Kardashians this week, like, she's not chasing anything anymore. And really, every door is open to her. There's nothing she can't do. Like, she can walk right into the Met Gala, right the White the House. cover of Vogue, the White House, etc. She can't walk into Buckingham Palace. Now she's going to make it her mission. Yeah. If Okay, so, yeah, that's true. I guess we'll find out what the truth is. And I think she wants a little bit of a challenge. It's been a few years since, since she's had to work for something. Den- no, since something was denied her. She works for everything. No, that's not what I meant. You yeah. know, like, work to, to get access. Like, the yeah. access is there. Yeah. So I don't know what the truth is, but you know what? I'm enjoying the story. Like, she could literally go to outer space if she wanted to. She's trying yes. to Jeff Bezos. Yes, she could. That's crazy. She likes the challenge. Yeah. So if she makes it her way ever into Buckingham Palace, then we'll know that the story of her wanting tickets was true. Yeah. And I hope that it's true. And if it's not, like, whatever. It was just another fun thing that we got to talk, talk about. about. And I guess... And, like, if... if uh, a, right, like, fan fiction about. If there is a, a cover, like, we'll have to see it, right? Didn't she say she was there shooting a cover? Like... Oh, yeah, but there's always a cover. I know. You know? Totally. And or whatever Pete is working on in London maybe will bear fruit. I wonder what he's doing. I wonder what he's going to do now, like post-SNL. Obviously, he does stand-up. He does like a little bit of acting, but like maybe Kris Jenner will take him on as a client. She would be really good for him. She'll probably do more stand-up. 
he'll be based in LA, probably more movies. Yeah. And maybe just like a stay at home stepdad. General, just like doing a celebrity, like what celebrities do. And I think she's like being a supportive to Kim. Like Kim needs support. She's doing everything all at once. I know. And she needs someone she can lean on. Like maybe that's his role. I know. And I get so excited, especially like in this most recent episode of the Kardashians, it was a lot of Pete talk. I get so excited about like the potential there, but then like I'm constantly reminded of their age difference. It's like really big. Yes. Like does Pete want to have more kids? I don't know, you know? Yeah. It's like one of those situations where it's like eventually will the age Right. Maybe be- it's like right person, wrong time. Like, you know? I wonder if Kim would have more kids. Yeah, I think she would she said in that interview when they were all sitting with Access Hollywood mm-hmm. when they were promoting that she would have more Kardashian kids. Tulu that she wants like as many kids as her mom had. No, for sure, but like also you are limited biologically. Like she's what like forty two? Yeah, but science no, for is sure. doing things. For sure. But like these are the things you have to think about when you're in a relationship with someone who's also, at a different like pace in their life. She had two kids via surrogate. She might have frozen eggs already. Oh, that's for sure. She probably yeah, does. Have she probably does. Eggs. That's true. That's true. So kids are on the table. So I'm like excited about them, but I'm also just cautious of the age difference. Yeah, no, I think this is so real. When she was talking about him yesterday, and the fact that she is talking about him on the show yesterday when I was watching the episode, and it's been like eight months. Mm-hmm. This is a real deal. No, it's it's so crazy. Beyond. Anyways, wish they would have been at the Platinum Jubilee. But totally. Maybe next decade. Maybe next decade. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Matthew Morrison. Well, you are ready because you actually picked the stories yes. today. I think it's important to let everyone know. Yeah. When, just in case. I, get, I just want to say, like, I get a lot of positive feedback when I choose the stories. Like, I don't want the job. I think it's literally the worst job <laughs> in, in part of, as a part of the toast. Um, and so I'll do it every once in a while. I'm like, today I happened to get here 45 minutes early. Like, my, my biological clock was off. So I did what I had to do. And I didn't mind it, but I, I refused to, uh, to take it on at okay. full time. Well, it should come as no surprise since Claudia chose the stories. Matthew Morrison reads the alleged text that he sent to this So You Think You Can Say Yes to the Dress contestant. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I have nothing to hide. So Matthew Morrison claims the alleged text he said to the contestant on the dance show, which led to his abrupt exit as a judge, was not inappropriate. He made a video saying it's really unfortunate that I have to sit here and defend myself and my family against blatantly untrue statements made anonymously, but I have nothing to hide. So in the interest of transparency, I will read you the one message that I wrote to a dancer on the show. He proceeded to read the alleged text, but did not show his phone or any screenshots of the conversation on camera. He said, hey, it's Matthew. If you don't mind, would love to get your number and talk you through some things, the message read. How do you message someone without their number? DM. Oh, 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 oh. The message read, according to Matthew Morrison, who claims he sent it because he and the unnamed individual share a mutual respect for the same choreographer. He said, I've known the choreographer for over 20 years and was trying to help her get a job as a choreographer on the show. It's devastating that we live in this world where gossip rules and people's lives are being thrown around as clickbait. Relax. First of all, he was like, he was so emphatic and like really defensive, which is just like makes you look guilty. Um, And so one, I thought it was interesting that he didn't show the phone. Okay. Two, um... I just have a hard time believing like there was one message sent via DM and Fox did a whole investigation and decided to fire him. Like that's just not logical. Like the way he explains it, like there's a huge chunk missing. Interesting. You think Fox wants like a big scandal around their show with an inappropriate host? No. No, that's true. And so like, first of all, maybe he's just like a creepy person, but even the way he read that first text message, I'm like, ew, like you are creepy. Like (laughs) you are. So even if that was the extent of it, like I can understand someone who's in a position, like a vulnerable position, being like, 
creeped out by him because he's just like a creepy person. Um, but I believe that there's more there. I don't think Fox does a whole investigation, makes a whole, this is blowing up. I don't think that they would go through all of that for one message. Yeah. Well, I do hope that if there is more that we do find out, but also just reading this message, like with the context of like this choreographer, whatever, sure, he, it seems less nefarious, but remember the power dynamics of a competition mm -hmm. show. Imagine like Simon Cowell. And DMs, a celebrity and delay person. Yeah, and Simon Cowell DMs a contestant Camilla on Cabello. the show saying, hey, it's Simon, if you don't mind, would love to get your number and talk through some things. Like, Creepy. Yeah, yeah. Creepy. Yeah, and you're not, there's such like a separation. You're not supposed to. Yeah. Like it's, maybe afterwards they could have connected, but like it's, it crosses a line and I do believe that there was more. Okay, but say there wasn't more and that's it. It's still creepy. Yeah, given the dynamics of this sort of show. And just given his vibe. Like, I know that's weird. Like, everyone should be treated equal, but like, I can't explain it. Like, if, I don't know, if someone like, I don't know, like Kevin Jonas sent a message, I'd be like, oh my, he's so sweet. You know what I mean? Like, is, is that wrong to say? Like, he gives off like a really kind of weird vibe. It's not wrong to say, but is it wrong in principle? I don't know. I feel like it is. Like, you can't be... I can't be a moral compass. I don't know. All I'm just saying is my feelings. Like, I know. I, he, and I think, like, a lot of people find him, like, weird and creepy and nefarious. They do find him extremely nefarious. So, like, maybe if it had come from someone else and if this was the only message sent, that person would, wouldn't have felt, like, threatened. Mm -hmm. But that is the vibe that he gives off. Like, people find him really creepy. <laughs> it's true. They do. Yeah. Because he's always, like, making weird faces and dancing with the kids on Glee. Yeah, of course. Glee's being brought to Disney Plus. You know, it's taken off Netflix and I was like quaking for a while, but I believe it's on, or was it Hulu? No, I think it was Disney Plus. Mm, I don't know. I feel like Hulu. I can't remember. Glee was on Fox. I know, but like that shit never makes sense. No, it doesn't. But Hulu has, uh, I mean, Disney Plus has High School Musical, the musical series, which is modern Glee. Right, that's true. I just don't see Glee on Disney Plus. I just don't. Yeah, okay. It's, it's going somewhere. So for the Gleeks, just know, like, it's not over for us. It's never over. But this is just, like, the continuation of the Glee curse. Like, the Glee curse is fucking real. Yeah. It is real. Yeah. So this is just one more... Domino. In the Glee effect. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Ramona Singer leaked Teresa oh. Judice and Luis Ruelas. Lewis. I can never say his name. No, it's not Lewis. It's Louis. Lu I said it no. wrong, too. It's Louis. Wait, it is. Louis? Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can never. When I was I here with Brian. I watched your episode with TVG yeah. the entire time you guys were calling him Louis. I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> and neither could Ryan. Louis. But it's spelled L-U-I-S. Louis yes. is L-O-U-I-E. Sorry. That's one way to spell it. So sure. if you want to be called Louis, you have to spell your name that way. Otherwise, your name is Louis in my book. Okay, so it's Louis Vuitton. Who? Louis Vuitton. Uh, Louis Vuitton is French or whatever, so they got their own shit over there. I'm talking about here. Louis Vuitton. Louis. Ramona leaked their wedding Even date. Louis Vuitton makes mistakes. Ramona leaked their wedding date and location. She took a whole picture of the fucking invitation. What did she think was going to happen? Oh, that's so funny. What's wrong It had her? the website. Yeah. The website password. And on the website, it had the guest list, the event, the schedule, the location. I'm oh, sorry. This my is, God. As a, someone who's planned a wedding, like, this is unforgivable. Like, I know Ramona's, like, ditzy, and that's why we love her. But, like, come on. All these people then went onto the website and made fake RSVPs. Like, hi, Lisa Vanderpump is coming. Like, it was just a mess. Planning a wedding is so hard and chaotic. And like, I'm sorry. This I know people make mistakes, but like, this is not okay. Yeah. Ramona's unwell. Yeah. 
I wonder what this will mean logistically for obviously they have to clean up the website and whatnot. They're not going to move the wedding or the date. Yeah. They're just probably going to have to get additional security though. Like actually I think people would actually show up outside just yes. to see. Just yes. to see. Um, also the get the RSVP guest list was on the website. So people saw Jennifer Aiden was obviously invited. Um, Jackie Goldschneider was invited. It's in the article. Can you read who it's, said was invited yeah but it's rsvp via website not like not in the mail you know know. okay here are the uh attendees or people who were not going oh not going margaret some hold on sorry most notably, Margaret Josephs and, uh, and Jackie Goldschneider appear to have been invited. Right. Jennifer Adis, Dolores, and Melissa also made the cut. Okay, you would hope Obviously. so. She also invited Luann, Kyle Richards, Kenny Moore, Cynthia Bailey, and Ramona. I saw, and I don't know if it's real, it was like a thing going around Bravo, like Instagram, that, that Teresa made Kenya one of her bridesmaids. And I just, like, I don't know if that's true or, like, people were fucking with the website because Ramona let so many people in. But, like, if that's true, I just want to say how weird I think that is. Like, they met on Ultimate Girls Trip and they definitely connected, but, like, what? Yeah, that is weird, especially knowing that Melissa's not is not be right. One. So, if it's, like, lifelong friends, Dina Manzo, obviously. Of course. Um, that's understandable, but that would not be. I'm surprised that Ramona even got invited considering how unpopular she was on Ultimate Girls Trip. That's true. But I think Teresa like wants it to be an affair of girlies, you know? Yeah. This is what you do when like you're a housewife. Yeah. You make it like a Bravo event. And Ramona lives just down the street. Right, over the bridge. Just over the bridge. Okay, that'll be fun. Wait, so when's the wedding? No, totally. And where is it? No, uh, let's not spread No, no, but it is right here on the Can I say? website. Not the date, but the location. I'm just curious where the location is. It's in New is. Jersey. On the invitation. Oh, I never heard of it. It's black tie. Bryce, do you want to go to a wedding, Bruno? Literally, ring bearer. Bryce wants to go to a wedding with him and Magnolia. Bruno, boy. We've, like, been ignoring him a little bit. He's been, like, exploring. Let him live his life. Anyone? He doesn't. He's Jacob Tremblay. He doesn't leave the room. Ready to LARP, my friend? Are you having so much fun with Mike? Look at him on the mic. He wants, Bruno, do you have something to say? He always has something to say. Do you want me to say it for you? He's lost his courage. I know what he wants to say. Magnolia, if you're watching, I love you so much. Please come over sometime. I'll make us pina coladas. We can sit on the roof. It'll be amazing. Please, Magnolia, I love you. Please, come. Magnolia, I'll sing my original song for you. Resins, resin, 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 resins, resin. He reacted strongly to that song. Okay, and by the way, for all the people who always t- uh, message Snitch when we say anything about her and put it with a negative spin, please let her know that Bruno would like to see Magnolia at her earliest convenience. And while you're at it, please stop watching this show. Like, you are <laughs> causing dissension between our family. <laughs> like, anytime we say anything about Snitch, oh, I didn't like her jacket. Yeah. Margot called me, what'd you say about my jacket? I'm like, literally nothing. All I said was that I have no fashion tense and I didn't like her jacket. Like, what, big is whoop. It? Big whoop. Like, watch the toast. Yeah. Oh my God. Please stop fucking doing that, snitches. But if you are going to snitch, like, tell her to bring Knowles for Bryce because yeah. he's forlorn. Totally. Tell her Bryce is forlorn. Just write that. <laughs> Thank you. Are you ready for our next story? MGK is introducing his mom who abandoned him as a child to his Instagram. That is, this is so, like, crazy. Machine Gun Kelly is introducing his fans to his mother a year after the pair reconnected for the first time since she abandoned him as a child. The singer posted a photo throwing up two middle fingers as he sat closely beside his mom, who perhaps ironically was holding up a peace sign. He said, introducing my mom. They both looked happy to be together, flashing big smiles for the camera. The backstory is that he was born in Houston, Texas to missionary parents and was a abandoned by his mother when he was just nine years old he revealed in the lyrics to his song burning memories 
it says, yeah, this one's for the mama that I never knew. I took acid just to burn all of my memories of you. I guess now I really want to know the truth. How'd you leave your only child at nine for another dude? He also saying, all the years that you ignored me, left me sleepless in the bed. I hope that he got some kids because your only son is dead. Then his father, who raised him, died in July 2020 oh. and he had said at the time I've never felt a pain this deep in my life oh. then in June 2021 he tweeted wild story but after all these years the fans are responsible for me and my mom finally reconnecting I love you I mean this is a nice story I just like I mean obviously I don't know what that's like but I can imagine like I would be so like bitter if that were me yeah. so it takes like a really magnanimous mature person to do that and I find it really admirable but like couldn't be me I'd be so like you're kidding right like <laughs> Now, no, and now, like, I'm famous. It's easy 100%. to want to, like, claim me. And I'm, like, literally one of the biggest rock stars in the world. But, like, what if I was just, like, an accountant? Would you give a shit? Right. And it's like, I don't need you now. I needed you then. Yeah. No. So, like, I'm, like, mad on behalf of MGK. And I know, like, he's not mad. So I have no right to be. But, like, I feel like. I don't know. Like, this is, like, extremely fucked up. Like, Yeah, but he also, like, he, how old is he? It's, like, 32. So he's had, like, 25 years of madness. Yeah. You're just learning these facts. Right, maybe it gets old getting mad. Yeah, and you have to release the anger. I don't know if, you know, what kind of relationship he'll have with his mom, but maybe he's ready to forgive but not forget. Because you yeah. can't forget. That. No, and it's, like, I guess there's something, like, deeply even more hurtful, hurtful about being abandoned at nine. I think a lot of kids are, like, abandoned at birth. Um, but, like, to have spent, like, almost 10 years with your kid and then, like, not be interested, like, that's so hurtful. Yeah. Um, it also reminds me of Piece by Piece by Kelly Clarkson. Everything does. No, I literally watched that performance of Kelly Clarkson on American Idol, Nine Months Pregnant, Hysterically Crying with Keith Urban, um, like, once a month. I know, and it's just, like, so sad because... I know, it's all about how great her Brandon, new man is. You know, it's not, like her father right the song lyrically is like you know her dad abandoned her wanted nothing and then like came back to her for money obviously like years later um and now she has a man who's going to treat their daughter like exactly the way a man and, like, should piece by piece he's healing her and piece by piece like he's never asked her for anything even though they're literally in the divorce proceedings like what did he want like a million dollars a month and, a house and the in ranch Montana. yeah and now she's like just fucking leave me alone and she says I don't talk shit about you on the internet. Wow, I guess. You made yourself look bad wanting my house. That's what she said. That is what she That's said. That's what she said. And you know what? I actually didn't really put together how probably like personal that song is for her. Like she can really relate to it. Yeah, that's why she's going so hard. Totally. And now she's happier than ever. Literally. But I'm happy for MGK. Like good for you for being the bigger person. Could never be me. Yeah. We should do an episode where we do all five stories and we have to find a way to relate them back to Kelly Clarkson. I it think wouldn't it would be, be hard. It would be a breeze. It literally wouldn't be hard. Let's do the next story. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find a way. <laughs> okay, a little human interest story for um, your fifth story on Friday to usher you into the weekend. And I'm going to ask uh, you guys, I'm going to pose a question to you. Okay, what would you do? A woman discovered $36,000 hidden in a sofa she found on Craigslist. And she gets a reward after returning the cash. California woman. She returned it? She returned it. End up getting more than she, because if she didn't, she wouldn't be telling people. Right. Get, wound up getting more than she bargained for, for in her Craigslist haul. After moving into her new home, Vicki Modu decided to do some furniture shopping online, according to KABC TV. Then she came across a listing that seemed too good to be true, a set of two sofas and a matching chair that wouldn't cost her a dime. What? After calling the seller to make sure the free listing wasn't just a gimmick, she learned that the furniture belonged to one of their loved ones who had recently died. So I guess they just 
just wanted to get rid of the furniture. And once the furniture was inside her house, she noticed that there was something tucked inside one of the sofa cushions. Initially, she thought it was a heating pad. Can a relate relatable. To that. He must have had a Bryce in his <laughs> life. However, it was actually a number of envelopes filled with 36K in cash. This is literally like the book we just read, Younger Wife. I was just thinking that. And without uh, hesitation, she returned. She contacted the family to uh, return the money, and they gave her $2,200 in cash. That's it? <laughs> um, okay. If it were me, I definitely would return it. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, some person might open this up and, like, maybe they fell upon hard times and, like, this was God's way of, like, you know, giving them a miracle. And I think in that case, like, legally it's yours. Like, keep it, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think I would return it. I, I would feel weird, especially if I knew that this literally belonged to, like, their dead grandma or something. Yeah. It's giving younger wife. Yeah. Like, why were they stocking all this money away? No, now they have some, like, research into their family history. Why, why someone would be, like, snuggling money into a couch yeah I like to think you know that I would keep the money but I would not I wouldn't not for a second and because it it's too be, much money and also like it could be someone else's miracle right and also like I don't know I don't think this is like a blanket statement for like what happens when you find money like I found $20 in a cab once and like I definitely kept it well what else are you gonna do you could have given it to, to the driver. driver but like he didn't sit in the backseat I knew it wasn't his if I found $20 in a cab I would have left it for the next person to like to uh, turn around their day you know what I think I did actually I think I paid for the cab with the 20 keep the change yeah, yeah, yeah. that works too yeah, yeah yeah um and so let's find a way to relate this back to Kelly Clarkson I actually think that this couch story is kind of like an analogy a metaphor about what Kelly's going through with her divorce like you know she has all this money and she was giving it away I, don't know. I can do it yeah okay Kelly would have returned money Kelly yeah, obviously she's like a multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah, no, she, she doesn't need 36 grand. She would have returned it. And maybe the sofa itself was from her line at Wayfair. <sighs> I forgot. She's really just like us. Mogul. <laughs> Mogul. Mogul. Just like us. Just like us. I can't see the difference. Um, let's dive into the TV recap. What do you want to do first? Kardashians, because that's in the order I watched it. Um, me too. It was in a really good episode. I feel like everyone's storylines were like really um, strong. strong. Obviously, Kim's was the strongest. Let's just dive in. We got Pete and we got Plain. Mm. Um, and I loved both equally. I think the way Kim talks about, um, like, the place that she's in in her life, I find, like, really inspiring. Like, she doesn't give a fuck. She has so much peace. Like, she's really reached a level in her career and her personal life where, like, she's just happy and things are working out. And I just feel like that's, like, after years and years of hard work. And just the way that she spoke about, like, the peace that she has, like, I was incredibly jealous. Yeah, no, and but that she worked so hard. She was, as she says, so desperate for so many years. And I don't think the peace and the happiness feels as good as it does when you don't do that. You yeah, know? Of course. So you're not you're not even able to recognize it unless for years you were it was so, worked so hard, right? But if you're you know happy in your 20s and 30s and at peace, then in your 40s it feels no different. So I think just the stark contrast, yeah, for her is really enjoyable. I loved hearing about how her and Pete met, like that she took the first step asking for his number. And when she said she called the SNL producer, like she definitely called Born. Lindsay Shookus. Oh, Ben yeah. Affleck's girlfriend, because she was the one on the couch with Kim, like talking her through the whole SNL and thing. And I guess if it was Lauren, she'd call Lauren. She would have said Lauren. Why? Lauren is the one who took her to dinner and asked her to do it. No, I know, but like she didn't call Lauren. She called Lindsay Shook like, for Lauren sure. Lauren loves Pete. Yeah, I agree. She definitely didn't call Lauren because she would have said Lauren. But Lauren does love Pete. I'm sure Lauren ships. I'm sure Lauren has a bigger ship than us. Uh, not possible. <laughs> um, so I thought it was really interesting how they met, and then like just hearing like their phone interactions, like how they speak with one another. Like she called him babe. 
Like, I was not okay. Okay, so that's really vindicating for I know. me since I am. I thought babe, of you. Babe, 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 babe. I thought of you immediately. Thank you. It wasn't cringy when she did it, so. Is it cringy when I do it? No, I just think the word babe, like, is cringe. Like, in books that I read, I'm like, ugh. No, I agree. I'm like, who talks like that? You. Me. But <laughs> it's not cringe in practice. Like, try it. Try it around your house. And also, like you said, like, it's kind of cool. No, if it, you could pull it off. If you could pull it off, I, I know myself, like, I'm not pulling it off. Like, I call, it's like, we have our own Try language. It. Oh, right. You're Moofy Crunchalicious, Moofalish Diet Coke. Big Daddy Moof, yeah. <laughs> just try um, it. Say, babe, get me a Diet Coke. Babe, will you get No. Sorry. I like that. No, no, no. No, it's just like not me, you know? Okay. You have um, to know thyself. So, obviously, like, the big question at the end of the episode was like, what the fuck did Pete have delivered to the plane? Right, and why couldn't we know? So a lot of people thought it was weed gummies. Like, they're not going to put that on the show. But, like, I don't think Kim does weed gummies. Like, she doesn't even drink. Yeah. Okay, that would be that would explain why we couldn't know. Or maybe it's, like, a spoiler for next week? N- no, I think it's probably weed gummies. That's a really good point. Because I thought it was going to be, like, you know, beignets or donuts. Like, something that right. she loves. Or, like, a balloon or flowers. And it did seem like food because Pete had these delivered. And it wasn't flowers. They would have showed us. Mm-hmm. Definitely something of an illegal substance. Yeah, which is so not Kim. She's so crazy. Yeah, no, she's always like CBD. Literally. She probably took it up a notch. I mean, doesn't Pete smoke a lot of weed? Yeah, like that's his thing. He definitely had blunts delivered to the plane. Kim doesn't smoke blunts. She's a changed woman. Maybe that's why she's so at peace. <laughs> totally. Um, even though Chloe didn't, Chloe didn't really have a, good, a, like a major storyline this week, I just wanted to say, like, I love her so much. Like, the way she was... It's just like every episode, she's like, who can I support? It's so admirable and it's so selfless. And like she was giving her mom actually really good advice. And then I thought it was so cool how Chris was like, this was Chris's big moment. She's like, wait, Chloe, come in and say what you said. Like get involved, steal a spotlight for a second. Like I just found like that could never be me, obviously. I just found that to be like so incredibly like honorable and like really admirable. That Chris had her come in. That Chris had her come in and Chloe was like so happy to put everything that week on the back burner just like support her mom who's clearly really nervous about something that is a big deal and like when she's drawing the bath and the bubbles like I didn't even know that's how you get more bubbles Me like she's just a a queen it was so like it was shocking because she's like you know she's like a bad bitch so funny everything's about Chloe but she really is like the most supportive person in their family yeah like, and she needs support I know who's especially next week obviously her sisters support her but like she needs a Pete she needs a businessman beau like she really I think that like Obviously, her life is very fulfilling, but I think she gives so much to others that I think at the end of the day, she gets in bed and she's like, has nothing left for herself. I really yeah. feel that way. And that's when someone needs to come in and give her that. Right, so if she had a stable, good man at home who wasn't running around getting other women pregnant, like, I do think that would do so much for her mental health. Yeah. What about a comedian, Bo? It's clearly working anything, for her sister. Anything. I'm not picky. I, she doesn't want to be with an accountant. Like, MJ told her and she said, no, grandma. Like, she needs no to be with the guy that, they, that MJ met at Dick's Sporting Goods. Like, that's of who course. she needs. Of course. Someone who can just be there full-time to support her like full-time job is loving chloe yeah it makes me so sad Maybe and like, like knowing what's coming now next week with the girl he got pregnant it's like this bitch can't catch a break she's out here doing everything for everyone and like her life is also falling apart yeah she needs bryce she needs she definitely needs, she needs a dog i think she has gabbana whatever yeah and then that's sad too the dog's passing right away. she needs a man she really needs to like stop dating athletes it's not working out for her she needs to Seek love elsewhere. She needs Match.com. Locks club. Yes, yeah, something. Um, and I kind of want to watch Chris's masterclass, even though, like, when the clips that we saw, she was saying a whole bunch of nothing. Like, in order to get to where you are, you need to be where you need to be. Like, what does that mean? A little bit, yes, of nothing. Some things she was saying, but I also think for you, 
you know what she you, like this isn't news to you yeah. because you're doing what she's saying i just like i want to hear like from the horse's mouth no i know because she said from start to finish she's going to show you how to like build your business and, and like be authentic and the way she was talking about like audience interaction like she was on point yes yeah, she was on point but i just have to like tell you something you've built your business no, like, I know. I'm not looking for like advice. I'm looking just like because I love crows. Oh, I like I was gonna look watch for advice. You know, I think like what she knows, we know. Like we've been. Right, in, that's what I'm saying. That's why to you it sounded like a word salad, because it's oh, obvious. Oh, I guess. I guess obvious. it was a word salad though. <laughs> <laughs> I love. A, I I hate a word salad so much that like I love it. Another iconic part of the episode was the Gwyneth Paltrow of it all. Yes. Now was that conversation like so awkward for anyone but me? Oh, I loved it. No, Gwyneth is like literally this maternal queen like she Courtney's just awkward and honestly Courtney was also giving me really awkward vibes when Kim was like opening up about Pete in the kitchen like I think Courtney's just like awkward relatable yeah because she was making me like really uncomfortable with Gwyneth like and I do love the sentiment like there can be space and people are always pinning push against goop but I think the misconception that they had is like people aren't pinning push against goop because there can't be two women in wellness, wellness. people are pinning push against goop because push literally copied goop the name, the branding, the concept. Like, it's really similar. Yeah. And it's not because they're both women. No, it's, it has it nothing out. to do with that. No. There can be multiple women in wellness. But, like, there is, like, a little bit of an awkward thing. Like, the whole celebrity wellness website, Poosh Goop. Like, yeah. Two O's. Two O's, like, nickname. It's, it's similar. So, I just want to say, like, there is space for two women in wellness. But that's not what, like, the internet is quaking about. Yeah. And honestly, I, did, I hadn't really thought too much about it recently. Like, now that Poosh is... Pushing and it's been around for a while and it seems like they, they do really well like I'm no longer like oh she's copying Gwyneth or anything no like it's that. like over but like when it launched it was like oh and I also think that in the years since they both launched like wellness and all that like woo woo stuff has become a lot more popular stream than when Goop first started and they were selling like a crystal for $500 no and like they were getting like so much backlash everyone was making fun of them but like really they persevered and they're valued of over a billion dollars really they have skincare they do podcasts they have clothing G label it's incredibly popular with like a niche group of people but it's it's and they did the Netflix show yeah the Netflix yeah. it's incredibly popular yeah no and Gwyneth is more popular than, than ever. ever she and, looked amazing and she's clearly like you know people even if they laugh at goop or whatever you can't deny that whatever she's doing business she's no and also with herself oh, she's doing something right she looked amazing I'm like literally obsessed with she's like Top 10, one of my favorite celebrities. No, and, like, she has what it takes to be on a reality show because I just want to hear her talk more. No, and I love that she, like, did the show. Obviously, like, the collab is good for everyone, but it's, like, really good for Poosh because it gives Poosh, like, a label of legitimacy in the wellness space because Goop is the top yeah. top tier. So it was very cool of her to, A, like, put out an olive branch, two, agree to be on the show, and three, like, sit down with Courtney. It just, honestly, I, I didn't think I could love Gwyneth anymore, but, like, she was giving everything. She looked literally radiant. I was like, I have to go on Goop.com, like, it's working. It will never not confuse me that Goop and Super Goop are not Different. related. I completely agree. Goop should acquire Super Goop. Just to, Free idea. Just to erase confusion. Yeah, no, and because I love Super Goop, I'm wearing their, no, I'm not wearing their sunscreen, sunscreen. today, but usually I do. I'm wearing my Thrive Cosmetics, which I love. Mm -hmm. uh, I love Super Goop. It's the real deal, and so is Goop. No, I was extremely confused as well. And they're both well. goopy. I was extremely confused. Free idea. So I just Even though it loved probably cost them 100 mil. No, literally. <laughs> I loved that scene. Um, what else? I think Kylie and Kendall were not in it. Scott was like kind of in it. What phrase was Chris trying to say? Couldn't. She wasn't right. She was like, mis she was misunderstood. And why didn't they just Google it? Should we Google it? What, what was she the wanted first to say? Like, hone your skills and blank your chops. Hone your skills. 
And bust your chops. No, but that's what they were saying. Bust your chops doesn't mean... And chops. She's I'm looking sure. for a phrase that goes blank your chops that means to hone your skills. Oh. I should have Googled it when she was saying it. It's, it's not a phrase. That's why no one could think of it. Honing their chops. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. not a thing. Because nothing was coming to signaling mind. Signaling yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, so all in all, it was a really good episode. Obviously, next week is the Tristan of it all. And I'm curious to see like how that goes down. Kim is the one who finds out first. And I believe she's the one who tells Chloe. Yeah, but I believe that she's going to get the call in the gym and then the episode's going to end. So we'll Ugh. see it in two weeks. That's very E of them. So I just want to say I'll be disappointed because we're supposed to be getting more substance. Yeah. That I will not be happy. No, that's what it's going to be. Otherwise, there would have been more uh, in the preview. Yeah. Of when Chloe finds out. That conversation between Mason and North in the back of this car, like I was literally going to cry. That was so sweet. So sweet. And they really should watch Blended. I because, knew you were going to say no, that. Because obviously, like the stereotypes of step parents in movies is really negative and nefarious. Mm-hmm. And I think it's doing damage to I agree, families. actually. I agree. And I think just Blended is out here alone negating those stereotypes and the kids need to watch it. It was actually a really blended themed episode because Gwyneth was also talking about blended. the blending of families, how she didn't even live with her husband for the first year of marriage because like it was just so complicated with the blended families. Yeah. But now they're in a good place. It takes time. So there was a blended kind of aura around the whole episode. Yeah. No, if like they should have right when Kim started dating someone new, she should have like had her kids watch this movie and all the Kardashian kids, but also kids in general. Cause we were like this too. Like when you love a movie, you watch it over and over and over again like what a girl wants when we were kids so they would be watching blended over and over and over again and then they'd start like wanting to blend a family you know what I literally cackled at I don't remember what like the the context of what she said but Kim was in her interview and she was like or I'm just a whore (laughs) I literally like I was just not expecting her to say that and I don't even remember what she was talking about I like audibly like cackled I was like yeah when she was saying how like at first she was just DTF with Pete and she wouldn't want to share if their relationship wasn't going anywhere because then she'd look dumb or just like like a a whore whore. yeah I cackled that was so (laughs) fucking funny yeah and that was obviously like clearly her thought process yeah but I need to meet Pete because like I have hope now that he might be on the show like next season or something no but I want to meet him in real life because the way that people talk about him and he's she's not the only one like recently Jack Harlow like interviewed him and talked about how and he he said the same things about Pete like he's so genuine he makes you feel you know what it is it's the benefit Pete has the benefit Pete so Kim's coming for your man 100% because she was like yeah he's funny and that's what everyone knows but like that's literally like I don't even care like that's not it yeah but just the There's way something she describes about him, like he's Jesus. I want to meet him and I want to know what she's talking about. He has that Ben Factor potential cult leader. If you, use your, if you use your powers for good or evil, like you either become Pete or you become Keith from Nexium. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, so The Real Hospice of Beverly Hills also oh, was right. on last night. And honestly, like I feel so confused. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I, I feel really confused for a lot of reasons. One, like, I I do feel as though Garcelle has found herself in a place where she's kind of like the voice of reason this season. Mm -hmm. When Erica was like, you know, a lot of the victims could be lying about not getting paid, I I can't, like, beyond. But I'm confused by Garcelle because her, Crystal, and Sutton are close, correct? Sutton and Garcelle are extremely close. Sutton and Crystal are good, I would say friends. It seems like she's trying to drive a wedge between Crystal and Sutton. Yes. Because first of all, and she's just like, she's calling Kyle out for being a potster, which she is, but like, 
Garcelle is the biggest pop star. Last week, no one even mentioned how, like, she was the one who made that whole couch scene into a fight because Gar uh, Sutton and Dorit had already buried the hatchet. And then this week, she brought Crystal over, and then she threw Crystal under the bus. Like, you were setting up Sutton in that bar scene in Tahoe. So she's kind of, like, she's the voice of reason, but she's also, like, a big-time pot star. But, like, no one's saying anything. Yeah, I do think for Garcelle, the way she's coming at it is, like, Sutton is her real friend in real life, and she's coming to all of these situations trying to defend her friend and it, it must have bothered her this thing from last season also last week she wanted all the girls to know that her friend Sutton is 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 fine with Dorit now like she keeps trying to help Sutton sometimes you know it has the opposite effect but sometimes it doesn't and I do think I mean any goodwill that like Crystal earned last season because I liked her by the end of last season she's it's a second season curse She's having a bad... She didn't, but she didn't have an amazing first season, but she had a Fine. decently likable yeah. first season. After these uh, two episodes... Okay, so let's... It's like kind of the worst. No, okay. So last week I was like, I, I couldn't follow what she was saying. I thought she was being really sensitive and like distressed. Impressed. And then this episode, I feel like she's doing literally the same thing she did last season. And she doesn't want anyone to like come at her for the words she's using. But okay, let's just, let's be real with one another. When she said what Sutton said, she said something really bad before like the footage that we saw and that she, um, it was really dark and disturbing and problematic. What did, what it came to mind for you? Oh, nothing specific. But if I had to conjure something up, like, I don't know, she used the. A slur. I thought she said yeah. like maybe like the N word. Right. So she's putting this out there. And so that's obviously, I think, where a lot of people's brains went. And not only is she not clearing it up, she's doubling down on the words she used. And she doesn't want anyone to come at her for the words that she's using. But she's not going to share what Sutton said. But here's the thing. I mean, the fact that she won't share what she said makes me feel like... It's, it's, it's really bad or it's, it's not that bad? It's a nothing burger. Right. And she can keep using these big words to justify like why because she eventually... Because nobody knows what it is. But yeah. Right. And... Uh, also, if Sutton had said something really that bad or used a slur, they, they would have aired it. it. Yeah. And also, in this moment, they would be showing it. Yeah. Maybe they don't know what she's talking about. Right. And Kyle was there. And, the, and Chris, Crystal keeps dismissing Kyle because she was drunk. And so, like, it is possible. Like, she was drunk. Remember, she was in the splits and the margaritas. It is possible that she doesn't remember. But Crystal's just being, like, really weird and, like, gatekeeping this whole situation. Yeah. No, she... I, I'm completely not with her. If she would just share what it was, we could deal with it and move And Sutton on. knows what she's talking about, though. Because they, they said they had a conversation and, and Sutton apologized. No, that's about the... What Seen we color? did see. Yeah. Uh oh. Sutton is now worried that she said something that she forgot. Right, right. And that's why she just doesn't want to deal with it. But I think actually... They're making it into a bigger thing by being like, I'm not saying no, it. No, like Crystal is just throwing Sutton under the bus because if Sutton... If Crystal had what, you know, whatever it is to back up what she's saying like she would share it yeah I also felt like que Garcelle's question to Crystal about that scenario was kind of random and like out of nowhere like I don't feel like she was trying to set up Sutton in that moment I think they were having like a heated drunk awkward conversation about race yeah but it's obviously something that was on Garcelle's mind for a right, year and right. in the interest of talking about things that are happened on a year ago for a year, here we go yeah so Garcelle is like really turning into like someone I am like rooting for like the most even though a lot of her actions do confuse me like I don't know really what her goal is ever you know yeah I think her goal is to protect vindicate Sutton. her friend and be interesting on the show and also like and keep it real like call out like a lot of the hypocrisy in this group yeah Lisa Rinna was not in this episode no but there's now drama between Rinna and Kathy Hilton I literally cannot keep up I have no idea what's going on like with this guy Patrick 
I don't know. And something like text messages. I wasn't keeping up until today, and all I saw today was that, like, she discovered that Kathy Hilton hired someone to leak something about her. Yeah, I, I can't follow it, but we'll get there. Well, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Erica didn't go to Sutton's party. I'm, like, so over Erica. Like, the way she's just so rude. And I like how she apologized to the entire group. She's like, I know last year, like, I was wild. Like, you know, and they cut to all the clips. And every, in every clip, she's yelling at Sutton. And so she doesn't feel like she owes that apology to Sutton, but she even feels like Sutton owes her an apology. Like, it's so moronic. Right, and when she was sitting at the table being like, Sutton didn't apologize to me, she apologized to everyone. It's like, wait, you're mad that Sutton didn't apologize to you? Would you even accept an apology right. from Sutton? Like, you guys are so far gone, you're beyond apologies. Yeah, beyond apologies. She's really pissing me off. That's why you're not going to her opening, because she didn't apologize? Like, yeah, you can't even... Have, like, Justify. Yeah. Um, I like Sutton's dress from the di designer. Oh, the okay. Let's dress. talk about the designer. Like, I mean, the whole thing is so silly, but I did like the dress. It was fine. The whole thing is so dumb. Yeah. And I have a really dumb question. Mm -hmm. Like, what is couture as opposed to just like... Couture is like runway stuff as opposed to like stuff that just gets in the store, which is ready to wear. Are you sure? No. I, I want to Google this. Maybe it's like the way it's made. Maybe it's like... Atelier. Yeah, something. What is couture? Because like Sutton doesn't even wear. Um, some things are on the, that are on the runway or in the store. I think couture is like stuff that's not sold in stores. What is couture? The design and manufacture of fashionable clothes to a client's specific requirements and measurements. So it's custom. Mm -hmm. Why not say custom? Literally. It's couture. Okay. Still, I'm confused. But yeah. Whatever. She only wears couture. No, and like it's not even that cute. And like. I liked the dress and I liked the beat. No, and it's like, okay, you, you have this couture store and you sell Kyle like Shahida. Like, make it make sense. <laughs> Good point. I also want more Diana Jenkins. Which is, when, it's obviously nice of Sutton to carry like Kyle's crap, but <laughs> it's like, it's off brand. It's, yeah. it's not Ochkachua. Also, her store says Sutton established 1979. At first, I thought that was when the year she, was, she born, was born. And I was like, oh, that's really cute. She was established in 1979, but that's not the year she was born. Oh. Yeah, she had a store. Because that would make her like, no, that would make her like, what, 43? No, yeah. Yeah. It make her, that was really good math. It would make her 43. Are you sure? Just Google Sutton Strack birthday. But I don't think she's 43, is what I'm you saying. You think she's older or younger? She's older. Sutton Strack age. 50 years. She was born in 1971. Maybe the one wasn't. A nine. The nine was a one. Yeah, it was like okay. one with that little curly thing at the top. Okay, interesting. Then that's really cute because I was like, has she had a store for 40 years? No way. Um, and we keep having openings? <laughs> no way. So it was cute. It was fun. Um, they're going to Punta Mita. Like a trip is, like we need the trip, like for something to happen. Like yeah. for all. Yeah. But like exciting. they're all like distressed. Even though they just came from Palm Springs. They were there for one night. Yeah. When they were sitting there in the morning, I'm like, oh, what are they doing today? Leaving? Home. I was shook. <laughs> Where's Diana? Where's Diana? What do we want? Diana. When do we want it now? She chartered the plane for next week. Like, thank you, Diana. Thank you, Queen. Thank you, Queen. And I just want a Diana reality show. 100%. And I guess that's it. It would be, what would we be called? Hold on, let me think. Doing Diana. Yeah. Do it with Diana. Princess Diana. Love. Um, okay, that's our show. Yeah. It's Friday, you guys. Speaking I hope of you can. Prince Streiss. He's being so good. He was so good, you guys. Look, it's Streiss on Streiss because I have the pillow right here. He was probably shook. It's like looking in a mirror. Oh, I love you, my angel. I love your mommy. Thank Are you. Are you happy you came to work with mommy today? Thank you guys so much for listening to the morning shows. The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. Wait, what do you want people to do? Subscribe. How how could they do that? Make yourself a Gmail account and subscribe. Like click subscribe. What else? <laughs> oh okay. 
and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast. Anywhere podcast can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I Radio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us more and just leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Have an amazing weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. An amazing weekend. Make it amazing, you guys. Amazing. Because it's the weekend. First weekend of summer. Enjoy. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Bye. Strice, I love you.